Life Happens. Welcome back. It's 10 past 2. So, Sianda Lamine is a celebrated South African hotelier, an entrepreneur, and most importantly, the owner, the owner being the operative word, the owner of the River Meadow Manor. As a highly accomplished businessman with 20 years of demonstrated expertise, doesn't look, uh, he looks 20 himself. I don't know how he can have 20 years of demonstrated expertise in an all-round management of hotel operations from both a business and a leisure travel uh, perspective. He's a focused leader and he's dedicated to quality. He's dedicated to efficiency and customer service. The River Meadow Manor acquisition is close to his heart as it culminates in several of his passions, intimate and boutique hotels, community projects, interior deco, and established gardens. And there's only 24 hours in a day. Hello, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Listen, I think it's incredible that, um, you know, you are want to, you are wanting to be known as the face of, transporta- of, of transformation, transportation, <laughs> transformation <laughs> in, 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 in hospitality. Uh, and you truly want to empower and transform the industry that you love. How did you even get in? So it was quite a, a funny story. Um, did I say welcome? Yes, you did. Okay, yes, you did. Okay, because I'm so fascinated. Yes. Yeah. So life happened. You mm. know, I was at school and I was part of the catering club. Mm-hmm. It was an, an extramural activity. So we used to cater for the school's events. We used to cater for a couple of weddings and whatever functions the community would want to have at the school. So food was what you were into at the time. Well, yes, but yeah. it was also a bit more than that. There yeah. was also like a bit of a theater show type thing that used to happen along it. Yeah. But it what actually sustained the catering club was catering for the school's events. Yeah. I took it so seriously, like it was a job. Yeah. My mom would just say to me, listen, it's like playing hockey. It's yeah. like swimming. Yeah. It's an extra mural You're activity. You are still at school. Yeah. Your books are more important. Yeah. But there was just something about the industry that I loved, mm-hmm. whether it was high moments where it was like, you know what, whoever we were catering for was happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Service. great. Service. Mm-hmm. Whether they were not happy then, I would make it my solo mission to turn that moment of misery into a moment of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is basically how it started. Uh, but then there's a point at which that moment of magic uh, that you created for so many people yes. as you were going through school ended up becoming a moment of kitchen magic for you in Absolutely. your real life. 20 years later. 20 years <laughs> later. Let's let's talk to how, at, at what point you made the realization that actually, uh, contrary to what my mom said, I'm very passionate about this thing. I'm very passionate about this industry. Industry. I'm wanting to play big in mm. the space because, uh, you know, catering, yes, I'm not, uh, with yes, all due respect yes, uh, to people yes, in the catering and hospitality yes. industry, because owning th- something that's worth 350 million yeah. is really not small. Yes. So let's talk about that evolution. So what happened was, um, obviously, I worked in hotels for, mm. for the longest of time. So when I finished grade 12, I knew exactly that it's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go study really? hotel management. But I wanted to do it differently. I don't want to go to hotel school mm-hmm. and study for three, four years and go in and build my career from there. From scratch. I wanted to sort of grow it alongside the, the theory part mm-hmm. and the practical part at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Protea 
And I used the to hotel group. Protea, yeah, Protea Hotel Group. Yeah. In fact, I was very cheeky. I wrote to the director of um, training at Protea to yeah. say I wanted to join the, the program that they run. Yeah. And I wanted to yeah, join the program and how do I go about doing it? Yeah. So I wasn't appointed from a hotel level. I was yeah. appointed from the head office level because I wrote directly to the director. Yeah. When most people go to hotels and look for... Playing that, small is not your game. You know, In hindsight, no. Yeah. In hindsight, no. Yeah. So I got in and... Uh, before I knew it, I was I got done with the program mm-hmm. and I had four years of experience already. Worked in the industry, and my career did grow quite quickly because mm-hmm. I did dedicate my youth or my formative years of my career really into the career. What did you hate though about it? Because you niching yourself around wanting to be the face of transformation in the industry. Yeah. What were the loopholes? There's parts that you didn't like that made you want to redefine it. That's the thing. So for me, I've worked with phenomenal leaders in the industry, like mm. phenomenal guys who, and operators mm. who pride themselves in being directors of, of organizations where they didn't have a stake in the business. Mm. There's no ownership. You're just a director. You work for an organization. And because my career grew quickly, I started challenging those things when I did reach my goal. Mm. My goal was to become a general manager. And when I became that at 25, I was like, is this what it's going to be for the rest of my life? Mm. And that is it, what... It then, no longer felt romantic. No, 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 no. Listen, yeah. it was yeah, it was a destination I had arrived <laughs> and the romance lasted for <laughs> three, four years. Yeah. And towards the end of that phase, I was like, okay, Come on, come the on. Silver What's cup the next is broken thing? Here. It's broken. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's really change the way the industry does things. Let's change the way we do things and the way we look at things. So at that point, what makes you want to get into the business part of it? Because now you've seen everything about the front. Yes. Yeah. So what how it happened was I was so I became co-owners of a couple of you know, hotels and groups or Where whatever. Where did you get the money? Um, funding. Wow. <laughs> funding. Wow. You know, yeah. Yeah. And so I decided that, you know, it was time I dropped the coal mm-hmm. and really go, go cold turkey and do this on my own. Because mm-hmm. I also learned that throughout all the projects I did anyway, I always gave so much into it mm. that the amount of energy that I put into it, I could put into my own and, 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 and really have a genuine experience and have a genuine claim to saying I own instead of co-own. You know the saying, uh, as as you rise, you need to lift others. Yeah, of course. Okay, because when I read about you, they say it's not only that about you, it's also the deep desire to want to empower absolutely, uh, and, and, and to empower others while you're in the process of transforming the There's industry. no other way to grow yeah? as an individual. So mm. I've got my team mm. we've worked together for the longest of time and I can tell beautiful stories about how they've grown in the time we've worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, not just in terms of of you know money and being able to buy cars and houses nice. and whatever money is nice yeah. but it's not everything mm-hmm. I've learned the art of empowering my team mm-hmm. and let them be in charge of their various departments and let them fully do what they need to do they know what to do and I'm there to support where the need is but what lacks in most cases is to be given the, the power to actually own your department and own your craft. Speaking of owning, you uh, 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 own the Tribute Hospitality yes. Group. It's the first 100% black-owned, full-service level one, level one BEE hotel yes. management company. This was formed just last year, mm. um, and and it's it's ended up seeing you as one of South Africa's foremost hoteliers. And you're now founder and director of of the group, which began a 350 million rand. I, that's even a lot of millions for my mom. <laughs> 
mouth to say or my mind to fathom 350 million rent development in Mandlin in Pretoria which is a 227 room service department building that opened in 2018 and you've subsequently added other hotels to your portfolio including exclusive boutique hotels yes. you've always loved boutique hotels I do. it looks <laughs> like and the historic uh, uh, event venue River Meadow Manor. Manor. Yes. So last year I had a bit of a low point in my life last year, August. Yeah. And Tribute was born in that low valley in my life last year, August. Um, Want to talk about that low moment? Yeah, no, I just had a lot happen, mm-hmm. you know, a number of like, you know, losses, losses mm-hmm. in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And um, then I had the opportunity in that chaos, mm-hmm. in that moment of misery mm-hmm. to, you know, bring about another hotel management group. And mm-hmm. I call it tribute because it was really a tribute for me at that point in my life mm-hmm. where I celebrated all the people that I had worked. My career is built on, you know, just the the, the low-hanging fruit in the industry. Mm-hmm. I used to align myself with all the cleaners and all the waiters and all mm-hmm. the... Because they had the experience for so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they taught me the industry. They say you want to see the measure of an industry look at the little people. The, the They're little the people. ones who are the storytellers. So the tribute was really, in essence, you know, a thank you to them mm-hmm. because I've walked a journey where no other Ramini has walked. Mm-hmm. I have, I've opened doors that no other Ramini or any other people of color have, mm-hmm. you know. So it really was like just a celebration of all of that. And um, that is how the group was born. And also, River Meadow Manor was owned by Jan Smats in the old regime. Oh, Siakbong. Um, it was <laughs> it was Jan Smart's house. Yeah. So to now in 2019, uh, be purchasing that. Mm. It was quite a... It's not owned by the Jaminis. It's not owned by the Jaminis. Oh, it's owned by the Jaminis. <laughs> so yeah, listen, where do you want to take it to? Uh, because so we've time got is some not exciting projects. What kinds of things are you doing? Mm, we've got exciting projects. So at River Meadow Manor this year, we're building an, an, another 30 rooms yeah. and a conference venue for 350 people sure. and a wedding venue How and a spa. Yeah. <laughs> we're launching apartments one May this year as well. Yeah. And uh, I've got an opportunity in KZN as well yeah. and in Nelspreet so yeah. we're going to have a busy 2020 you're going to have a busy 2020 20 and, plenty. and I just <laughs> I just laid my eyes on a multi-millionaire and hung out with him for oh 20 minutes <laughs> looks looks very humble I like that and people listen congratulations Thank you so much. well done and I love the fact that you lift others as you rise Absolutely. I'm sure you'll be back here to talk about the others including the ones you're getting in KZN because you're not worried about the coronavirus in any way well no it's my hometown so hometown. <laughs> corona or no Corona. <laughs> Listen, Sienda, congratulations. The website you. of your business? Um, so, www.rivermiramena.co.za. Fantastic. Thank you Brilliant. so much for your Thank time. You. Thank you so I much think, for having me. Yeah, no, fantastic. Sianda Lamini, everybody, has taken over even from the smarts. He's not, it's not, we must remain, rename it the Lamini House, <laughs> uh, by the way. It's 21 minutes past two. Thank you.